0: Riverside welcome to garage takes season 3 episode 26 I want to welcome everybody in do me a huge favor hit that like follow subscribe button wherever you're listening to the podcast right now. Hop over to the Garage Takes YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button there too. We greatly appreciate it. Joined here tonight by my co-host, Brant. Uh, welcome, Brant. How is it going, man?
1: Uh, beautiful night. We're having some uh, oddly, weirdly beautiful weather for February at this time. Uh, 50 degrees here lately, or 50 tomorrow at least. So, uh, unseasonably warm, but getting ready for the Super Bowl, man.
0: Yeah. The Super Bowl that nobody cares about. Yes, we are getting ready for it, um, Brant. Before we get into talking uh, Super Bowl, I know we've got a receipt segment tonight. Some receipts that that you kept from earlier in the year. I don't know what they are. I really don't remember. We haven't talked about them, but you saved them, and you are going to bring those up to revisit. Perfect time to do that here um, on the uh, you know a few days away from the from the Super Bowl where we made predictions, share thoughts and takes on things. Let's see how those age. My guess is probably not super well, but we will find that out. Um, But before we do that, man, I do want to hop into some Michigan football. If you've been following Michigan football lately, it seems like every morning or afternoon you check your phone, you're hearing about Jim Harbaugh taking another one of the assistance from this Michigan coaching staff over with him to the Chargers coaching staff seems I mean it's fair to say Brant depleted at this point Um, I know there's a a couple of names still out there that we haven't heard updates on Mike Hart Ron Bellamy and um, Steve Klinkscale although there's some some rumor ties of him going to the Chargers with Jim and so Brant I'll pose this question to you should Michigan fans be annoyed with Jim Harbaugh right now I know that we are only a month removed almost to the day of Michigan winning a national championship but are you at all annoyed with Jim Harbaugh and do you think fans should place some some blame and frustration on him right now and and do you think Sharon Moore is going to be successful just knowing that I mean we've talked all along trying to keep together the nucleus of coaches as much as you can, knowing that Jesse Minter was going to go. I think the first shock was Ben Herbert leaving. I wouldn't call it a shock, but the chips started to fall. And now Mike Elston leaves and um, Jay Harbaugh goes to Seattle with Mike McDonald and, you know, insert new head coach, 37 year old Sharon Moore and trying to piece together his coaching staff here. Your thoughts on all of this
1: not annoyed with Jim Harbaugh. I I think that's I think that's a silly take to say, "Hey, he's robbing the program that he built and he's going to leave it in shambles." No, I don't think that's the case. I, I think that these guys had opportunities and anytime you get an opportunity to move up a station in life and you think that's good for your family and and what's your is good for your career, then you need to go do it. Um I don't think it's fair to criticize other adults that that do that for their living in their life just because we want these coaches to stay uh, and help us win another national championship type deal. Like, look, Strom Moore's got his work cut out for him. This is not going to be an easy baton handoff like we thought it might be. Things have changed. And David's starting to feel like, though, that Michigan – like Jim Harbaugh may have started a little fire before he left. We're at full-on bonfire mode at this point, though, um, with with guys jumping the ship. and And I don't think – like I said, I'm not a fan of saying, hey – this is Jim's fault or, or these are these these guys suck because they, they left the program yada, yada, yada. I don't like that take. but sharone has got to figure it out and he's got to bring in his own guys and whatever culture was left there at Michigan, he needs to continue that culture. So what it is is it Jerome Moore is a very well compensated individual. He's getting paid a good amount of money to figure it out, just like Jim had to figure it out. Dave, what did Jim do in 2020? He revamped everything. He didn't he didn't like move around the deck chairs to be like, hey, you're coaching here now. No, he went ahead and fired people, and he put people in the right positions. And that's why I say be patient as Michigan fans next year because it's going to take your own time to figure it out. Like, hey, maybe this guy isn't a great uh, tight ends coach, but maybe he works as, you know, uh, helping the wide receiver or something like that. You know, maybe he's better on the defensive side of the ball. It's just things that you have to figure out, and there should be growing pains next year. It's a very difficult schedule. There's a lot of moving pieces. Dave, we don't even know who our quarterback is yet, and it is now approaching spring ball time. So I know that they're going to hit the practice next week, and, you know, they'll start their spring preparations and stuff like that. But we might hear a little bit of murmurs out of, you know, what the spring camp is looking like and who's taking the majority of the snaps and who looks better. Is Jaden Denegal pushing for the, the QB one position? Um, you know, what does Jaden Davis look like? You know, we're going to get all of those reports out, but I think it's important to remember to give this guy time. And as far as the staffs go, I am a little concerned that Michigan hasn't landed any big fish, at least in the names of college football. I don't think any like, Casual college football fan would sit there and say, yeah, I I know who this guy is or that guy. Um, But guys that follow college football, we should be able to look at some of these names that they're interviewing or or some people that are interested in the positions that are open and say, yeah, this this should work. Um, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Kirk Campbell got the O.C. job. Is that is that correct?
0: Yep, that is correct. That is the one piece that we know. We also know that uh, Grant Newsome has moved from coaching tight ends over to coaching the O line. Um, but you know, be, beyond that, there was another uh, internal promotion as well that that's slipping slipping my mind. But um, yeah, we, we don't know who the defensive coordinator is. We know there's some some rumors out there of Joe Cullen from uh, from Kansas City Chiefs D line coach. We know, Wink Wink Martindale, that's a popular name in the NFL. You know, old Ravens guy that, uh, you know, he's been around the league. That's another rumored name. I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see. And I do, I'm not frustrated with Jim Harbaugh, but I do, I'd be lying if I said I'm not annoyed. Like every day it's like, or every couple of days there's just like a new name that's gone. Like as a selfish fan, would have been real nice to know out of the gate, like, you know, person X, Y, and Z, they're all going with Jim. Part of the nucleus, they're gone. But instead, it's been like just this slow, like letting the air out of the balloon of uh, of staff members leaving every couple of days. Now, here's the silver lining for Michigan fans. While the staff seems to be depleting right now, and we're all kind of anxiously awaiting what is Sharon going to do with the coaching staff to make this his own, which we knew he was going to have to do. I i don't think we knew to this To this effect, that you know, that this was going to happen. Like I said, uh, Steve Klingskill very, very likely could be gone here by the time we're done recording this podcast. Maybe he stays. We don't know. But here's the silver lining Michigan, and I think this has everything to do with Sharon Moore. You want to talk about a, a, a big W right now at this point? That is the fact that while all of this is happening, have we seen the mass exodus of Michigan players? We have not. We saw it at Alabama. You've seen it everywhere in college football. And, and, and that is the landscape of college football. That's to no fault of some of these programs. It's like, look, the the transfer portal, NIL money. Brand, this is part of the reason why these guys are all leaving to the NFL. It's an absolute mess. Recruiting is absolute nonstop. You're basically begging kids to, to come to a university that is – going to be transformational not, and not transactional, so that's a, a sell only to the right kid, right? And it's hard. This is a hard job, and to Jim Harbaugh's credit, he got guys that were really good at, at scouting uh, the, the the talent that would fit this team, and he had the right coaches in place. I am certainly not out on what Sharon Moore is going to bring to Michigan. I, yeah, I think it's going to be bumpy. It's going to be bumpier than, than maybe some of us expected, like you said, Brant, but to Sharon Moore's credit we haven't lost the players and and the transfer portal will reopen and and there could there's going to be some movement here in in the spring but the reality is it, you know Mason Graham Kenneth Grant and and you've seen rumors that the, some of these guys may hit the transfer portal but they just lost their d-line coach they're, they're sitting at a at a pitiful michigan basketball game with sharon moore on the sidelines he's he's sitting there surrounded by mason graham by kenneth grant by will johnson um by donovan edwards all all of these guys that are like a colson loveland like these names they're to me that shows a sense of commitment like it doesn't matter right now what's happening around us we're gonna see this thing through and that's to the credit, once again, of what Jim Harbaugh has built at Michigan. I think he truly has built a family-like brotherhood, and that's what's worked for this team. And I do think it's major – you can't just overlook the fact that Sharon's been able to, to kind of keep all of this hush-hush. You know, I, I've seen several Ohio State people on social media uh, – basically preying on the Michigan downfall. They know it's coming, right? Is they're loading up uh, and likely going to be the the favorite number one team in the country to win a national championship next year with the amount of money they've spent up front on players, the, who they've gotten from, from the transfer portal. And they're just waiting to see the mass exodus and it, and it hasn't happened and maybe it will. And maybe I'll stand corrected, but as it stands right day, I, I, as it stands right now today, I agree with you, Brant, we've got to remain patient Uh, Patient and optimistic because sometimes the unknown can can be okay. All right, and uh, it's not like Michigan had some recruiting class that was at one point. Ironically, this recruiting class was going to be like a top three class in the country. It's like top fifteen, top sixteen. That hasn't changed. Um, even with Jim Harbaugh leaving and these coaches all, all, all headed out. So everything's pretty status quo right now at Michigan. And I think we just do need to be patient and see where these dominoes fall, um, the QB, the QB battle is going to be one to, to keep an eye on. I think we need to see who the quarterback's coach is, is going to be. Um, yes, Kirk Campbell, he, the former quarterback coach, he's been promoted to, to the offensive coordinator position that keeps some continuity there. Um, but look, you, you, you're going to need, you're going to need a, uh, specific kind of quarterback to run this offense and to be comfortable running this kind of offense. I think the guy that, that a lot of us are forgetting and that we're not going to go deep into this in this episode, but um, Jaden Davis, I know he'll be a, a, a true freshman and I, I, I don't believe that he'll be the starter by any means um, next year, but he's sort of the, if you watch any film on Jaden Davis, he kind of fits that profile just like that, that pocket, passer that is accurate that makes the right reads all does all of those things but you know you're not getting the next patrick mahomes and so that's okay though and i i feel i feel really good about where michigan is at right now knowing that it could have been 10 times worse we got to wait and see be patient with this uh with this process here brant any last thoughts on michigan football and the the situation right now with uh with sharon Moore and what he is he's left with
1: no, Dave, I think we covered it pretty well. I'm, I'm satisfied with it.
0: Okay, perfect. Um, let's hop into the next segment. Brand, a little birdie told me that you've been keeping receipts of all of our takes from earlier in the season, earlier in the football season. I'm going to need you to, to hit me with those and, and be easy on me, please. Go ahead.
1: So, Dave, let's take the listeners back through what we had originally kind of put the money down on. So, there, I did not give you any options to put any zero down. You had to put some money down. Um, so basically we were starting with this imaginary bank account and we were going to try to make as much money as we could. Um, but you were eventually probably going to lose some money. So Dave, this, the, the, the question was, um, or the, I guess the game was, I would ask you a question and then you would have to say $1,000, $500 or a hundred dollars. So, um, we started $1, with one thousand
0: dollars being the most confident,
1: right? Yes, yep, that's what you. Okay, at. all right. So, um, the first question was: Does Michigan win the Big Ten East? Oh, wait. Before we get going, I want a disclaimer. We started this in early October, so this was right after. Uh, if you are a Michigan fan, this was right after the Rutgers game. Uh, we did this um, these questions. So, uh, does Michigan win the Big Ten East, Dave? What do you think? You put.
0: Um, 500
1: no you put a thousand
0: did I? I was very no. confident wasn't I? All yeah, right. you
1: were very confident and I put 500 so Dave right. you nailed that one perfect good for you okay. and I, I like also, to hear it I got 500 out of it so not bad uh, Wisconsin wins the Big Ten West what do you think you said 100 that's absolutely what you said so big win for Dave there. I put five hundred, so I'm back to even. I have no money. Um, so, uh, Dave, you still have nine hundred. Good job. Um, someone outside the SEC wins the national championship.
0: Ooh, I feel like I put a hundred on that. <laughs>
1: You did put a hundred on that.
0: I don't. I don't love that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you're thinking at the time Alabama, Georgia, potentially, um, you know, are going to be in there. Uh, I put a thousand on that. I was fairly confident. I was actually more confident in the Pac-12, Texas, at that time. I had only Georgia making the playoffs, so I felt like this was the year that somebody outside the SEC was going to get it, and it paid off in a big way. So. I'm at 1,000, and you are at 800, sir, going into the next questions. All right, Dave. Michael Penix Jr. or Caleb Williams will win the Heisman. What do you think you said? 500. You put 1,000 on that. You were very confident. David. (laughs) David. (laughs) You were very confident in those two. Um So we go from that to negative 200 for Dave currently. And Brant put 100 on that. So um, I only lost 100. So 900 for me. All right, Dave. Urban Meyer will be a head coach going into the 2025 season. 2024 season, sorry.
0: 100. Yeah, I I put 100. Yeah, Yeah, you did. I hope so.
1: I I think we spent a good bit of time talking about how much – you absolutely hate Urban Meyer, so um, and I put five hundred on that. I was fairly confident he would be back, but um, maybe health concerns has kept him on the sidelines. But I'm <laughs> right, Dave. Lions two-seater better. Were the Lions going to be the two-seater better in the NFC playoffs?
0: Mm, I, I think I probably put a
1: hundred there. You did put a hundred on that. Okay. So you are minimizing your damage right now, which is really important in this game. Yes. I went ahead and put five hundred on that, so I was fairly confident they would get there. As this, as it stands right now, Dave, you are negative four hundred dollars, and I am negative one hundred dollars.
0: This sounds like my bank account. Perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson wins Defensive Player of the Year. One hundred we both did 100 on that so we both escaped nicely on that one um okay on to the next batch of questions dave jameson williams uh hold on sorry i got i got to get going before that uh a coach would be fired before new year's dave this was for the nfl
0: oh I think I put 100 on this one, too.
1: Yeah, you did put 100 on that one. That was wrong. Well, you still get $100 in the plus area. You wanted to be at a higher number, obviously, there. Yeah. Uh, so um, I put 500 on that, so that's good in the right direction for me. So that brings me back to plus $300 and you down to negative $400 now. I... <laughs> Uh, Puka Nakua will lead the NFL in receiving yards.
0: I probably put a hundred on that.
1: You definitely put a hundred on that. What did you do? I put a thousand on that one. I was very confident in Puka. He was okay. In my defense, in like week five, he was blowing everybody out by like probably a 200 yards. I want to say he was, he was absolutely killing everybody. And then Tyreek Hill decided to ball out the entire rest of the year. So uh, I just hopped to negative 700. All right. So this is an interesting one. I love this one. Bill Berelichek retires at the end of the year. What do you think you put on that?
0: This is an interesting one. Um, mm. Because I did feel like he was leaving, I think, anyway. But I didn't know if he was going to retire or get 500.
1: You absolutely put 500 on it.
0: Gosh. All right. Good. He didn't retire, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, did they officially fire him, though? Do you remember the No, I
0: think it was the step down.
1: Yeah, so I don't yeah. think you can consider it retire because I think he'll take another job if he's offered another job. But uh, in the future, right. I mean, obviously the the closings have have uh, closed up, obviously. But um, so I'm gonna give that one to you, Dave. So you are currently at zero dollars, perfect, right where you want to be. Um, I put one hundred on that, so I'm gonna put myself at negative six hundred, and then um, the Jameson Williams touchdowns. I had that over under. At six. What do you think you put on that?
0: I think I. Wait, the over under was put at six. A mm-hmm. hundred.
1: Um, you did put a hundred on it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> at least All I know right. myself well. I, you do. I remember I... October. I remember October Dave really well, apparently.
1: <laughs> so Dave, you cleaned up with a total of $100. You were in the positive, which is really good. Um, I ended up with negative $500 because I put uh, uh, 100 on the Jameson Williams under, and so that brings us to a total difference of $600. You beat me by $600, Dave, so I'm not going to pay you that money. Don't ever look for that Venmo.
0: Seriously, stop it. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That was never, fun. We got. Go
1: ahead. Uh, never forget that time that you really thought uh, Michael Penix Jr. and Caleb Williams was definitely going to win the Heisman, and then yeah, uh, Jaden Daniels storms out of nowhere to win that. The Heisman was weird this year, though. I, I just so you know, weird. Uh, LSU goes nine and three or whatever they were at the end of the end of the season, and he, he was really good. I mean, don't get me wrong; he put up gaudy stats, but like team eh, went nine and three like I, I don't know i don't love giving that to a team that went nine and three
0: should have so. been michael Penix jr
1: Absolutely, i stand right. by
0: my october take <laughs>
1: <laughs> fantastic no that is you're right though that is a lot of fun man that's a really uh cool segment yeah. that we do and uh we'll definitely do that from year to year
0: yeah we got to run that back man thank you for for keeping track of all of those receipts brant we've got to talk super bowl It is the Super Bowl that nobody cares about, but we must talk about, and that would be the Kansas City Chiefs, again, taking on the 49ers, again. Seems like we just had this matchup not long ago, um, but here we are, we are back, but it is not just the, the same old, same old matchup, because... Um, there's some new fans in the stands as some of you may be aware of and some teams and some other excitement. So Brant, I think that you've been cooking up some, some juicy prop bets maybe for us to talk about, discuss. I will turn this over to you again, and I'm looking forward to it.
1: Dave. So let's start with, let's start with the basic one. Okay. Let's start with a couple basic ones to get you warmed up. Over under total points scored in the game 47 and a half.
0: I'm gonna take the under on that. Yeah, you thought I was taking the over, huh? I'm,
1: I'm way on the over. That is surprising yeah. to me. What, what's got you feeling that way? Just curious. Just curious.
0: Um, I. You know, the the Super Bowl seems to always be – first of all, it, it's, the, it's the Super Bowl. So everything that we've seen all year long doesn't always seem to come to fruition in the Super Bowl. I think it's set at 47.5 for a reason. I think that um, these are two pretty good defenses. I mean, um, the Niners have a really good defense. Kansas City has been pretty decent throughout the year. Um, I I just see this game as um, a really tight one that is, you know, I I could see something like, I don't know, 13 to 10 or something like that at half. Um, I I just, just what my gut's telling me. You want the over though.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely taking the over. Um, I think there's too many athletes on the field. I think that um, the defenses are good, but what I saw from San Francisco's defense against Detroit, I think they can be had a little bit, um, and the Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs are spotty on defense as well, um, and and I just think that Brock can extend plays and and get the ball to CMC, and they can they can do some things that, um, they, they can really put up some points to on the Chiefs. So, give me the over, Dave. So check it out. Uh, the other basic one that I want to do is are, are you aware of who's favored in the game?
0: Just curious. 49ers.
1: Okay. You are up to speed on that, Dave. Yeah. Favored by two points. Let me know. What do you think?
0: Man. I, (laughs) first of all, I don't care. Um, second of all, um, yeah, I know. Real, real, Real hot take, but um <laughs> dude, I, I I've gotta take the Chiefs plus two, and I just hate saying that. Um sorry, Gage. I just <laughs> I I don't know, man. Until it this is how I quit it's like the 49ers are the better team, Brant. They are, they should be favored, they are the better football team. They are mm-hmm. also very beatable, they looked beatable. Throughout the playoffs, um, now two nice comeback wins, right? Like, don't don't get it twisted. They won those games, and they and they should have won them. Um, but the Chiefs, I look at them. I, I look at them not being the same old Chiefs. I, I look at a an offense that hasn't clicked the way it's always clicked under Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And at the end of the day, I just equate it to like, yeah, but they've got Michael Jordan over there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like. Pat Mahomes is just different. He's Tom Brady different. He is – I just see this thing shaking out where it's like, yeah, you know what? The 49ers are – they really are the better team. They've been the the better team all year. But there's a guy over there that just knows how to win. I mean, think about the – think about the Patriot teams that that Tom Brady just somehow just pulled them to a Super Bowl. And it wasn't always Brady – throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. It's just doing enough to win. And some guys are just winners and it's just in their DNA and love him or hate him and his whole, everything that represents him from his wife to his brother. And I get it, but we're looking at, uh, you know, at potentially the one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think it's too early anymore to to say that. So I know it's a long winded way of saying <laughs> I'll take the, the chiefs plus two. What about you,
1: Dave? I do like your thoughts. Uh, I will be on the opposite side of you though. I, I will take the 49ers to cover for the simple fact of, I want to see that happen for one and, and two. Uh, I do
0: too, man. <laughs> I do too. I hope you're right. Uh,
1: Obviously, I just I just think that so many people Dave, a lot of people have your take though. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my God, Patrick Mahomes is just undefeated all the time in the playoffs. Like it's just crazy with him. Um But I I, I love I love this 49ers team. Like I will be excited actually if they win. I, I think they're a good football team. I like their players. So um give me the 49ers to cover. Uh so Dave, let's hop right to the MVP talk. Let me give you four or five names that um, that you would actually choose. So let's start with the obvious. Patrick Mahomes, he's plus one thirty five. Bro
0: I would I wouldn't bet on that.
1: Okay. Brock Purdy plus two thirty. Now here go let's go let's get to the real juice here. Christian McCaffrey plus four fifty. Travis Kelsey plus thirteen hundred Debo Samuel plus twenty five hundred. Who would you take fifty bucks and just be like, you know what? Let's try to make this money.
0: Travis Kelsey. I, <laughs> I, I just I know. I, can't I know. This. I I can't do it either. I don't even want to say it. Just you asked me what I would bet on out of all of those. First of all, I mean, this is a quarterback award. It's just like the MVP. Everything they're they're trying to to find Mahomes or Birdie to give this to. However, plus thirteen hundred on uh, one of the greatest tight ends in history that is just absolutely butter in the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes. I could see this being a game where it's like once again, I'm saying low scoring, but I could see it being like, oh, Travis Kelsey had nine catches for eighty five yards and two touchdowns. Like that might that might be enough. Like I I, I don't know, um, but that's that's where I would put my money because I like the I like to payout and I could see it I could see it happening. Um, Debo, I'm just not entirely sure on the you know the injury. I didn't see much you know against Detroit. Uh, yeah, those odds are real nice. I mean maybe uh, but I I wouldn't necessarily toss a lot of money on that one. What about you?
1: I'm gonna definitely put my money on CMC. You wouldn't go sniffing around CMC for plus four twenty-five. I like that one.
0: I like that one too. That would that would be my uh my second one. Behind Travis Kel, yep, Kelsey Absolutely. Yep. Okay.
1: And I mean, like you were saying with Patrick Mahomes, the plus one thirty-five is just not enough return for, hey, it's a quarterback award. I get it, but um, I think you get much better odds with Christian McCaffrey running then two, maybe three touchdowns. So uh, they're definitely going to give him the award if he goes for multiple touchdowns. So um, let's go. let's get to some fun ones. Dave over under in the game, total sacks four and a half.
0: I will take the under on that
1: slippery, slippery quarterbacks guys that don't get yep. sacked a ton.
0: Both of them are. I mean, you saw it, the Lions fans, unfortunately, saw that front and center um, against the 49ers. Purdy can escape. You know, you might not call him a running quarterback. I mean, you might not. I wouldn't consider Patrick Mahomes a running quarterback. He runs every game because he just kind of scampers and gets. He's a hard guy to bring down. So is Brock Purdy. That's why I'm taking the under. What about you?
1: I am also taking the under. And to the for the things you just said, the elusiveness of these guys, um, elusiveness of these guys is. It's it's not like next level. It's not like oh my god, they're Lamar Jackson type stuff. But they have good pocket awareness, is what I'll say. Both of them do, and um, they are quick enough to get out of the uh, out of the way, basically. And I will take the under on that, Dave. One that I absolutely love here. One of the okay. So let me get to the first one. Which one would you rather have? The interception returned for a touchdown. That's plus seven thirty. Or the punt return or blocked for a touchdown, or any any sort of block, so a block field goal, anything for plus sixteen hundred. Which one of those do you like more?
0: Pick six. Um, I just the the blocks return for a touchdown. It's like one of those that's it's like that better on safety. Kind yeah, of, you
1: know what I mean. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like yeah, it, it could happen. Um, I'm not even so sure a, a pick six necessarily happens, but those are pretty decent odds i guess um so yeah i, I that's the direction i'd go there by you
1: dave i'll go for the block I, I don't know i just think there's something about this game that weird weird goofy stuff happens like um i i don't know i i feel like for the plus 1600 it would definitely be worth the to throw down a little little bit of cash all right dave what about this one patrick mahomes to have 175 passing yards in each half. That's, I know it's quite a bit, but could you see Patrick Mahomes having over 350 yards in this game? No. Oh, nope. okay.
0: All right. Nope, I, I, I don't think so. Um, and for some reason, I feel like this is going to be the Isaiah Pacheco, like <laughs> they're going to want to establish <laughs> the – game. No, I'm not even calling it a breakout game, but I think the – the film is there even recent film of, I, I think Kansas city is going to want to establish a run show that they're, that they can run. Um, and I think that they, I think that they can um, to be quite honest with you. I mean, he's there, David Montgomery. Um, I think that they saw what happened when the lions went away from that. And so, I think that sounds very ambitious for Pat Mahomes against a, you know, we we saw Jared Goff do it, right? Like he, yes, you can throw for some yards on this defense. So I don't think it's a totally crazy take, Pat Mahomes getting, you know, 350 yards, but I just don't, I don't see it happening just from a game plan standpoint, but who knows? What about you?
1: I, I would like it if it's just a, a regular over 350, but to have 175 yards in each half, you would almost need a couple big break touchdowns, which the 49ers don't typically give up. So I'm going to be on the other side of that one. All right, Dave, George Kittle versus Travis Kelsey heads up. So you can do these player matchups here. This, these are kind of cool. Um, George Kittle to have more passing yards than, or passing yards, receiving yards than Travis Kelsey. That's plus 180. Would you like that, Dave?
0: No. No. They just don't use Kittle enough. Like he he can get touchdowns. Um I mean he's one of the best tight ends in the game, don't get me wrong, but um I I just think in the playoffs, we know who Mahomes' safety blanket is and it's Travis Kelsey. So no, I don't I don't love that one. What about you?
1: Um I'm gonna take I'm gonna take George Kittle on this one. I think that they find ways, and I think that the 49ers defense, their linebackers are so athletic, dude. And I think they find a way to kind of take away Travis Kelsey, the safety blanket, make you beat us with Rashi Rice and uh, Marquez Scaldas-Van. <laughs> help and me out. Just no, say Valdez
0: MVS, Marquez M- Valdez-Scantling. MVS and,
1: and whatever's left of Kadarius Tony. Um so, yeah, that's what I like in this one, Dave. And here here's a question for those two together though, cuz I want to stay right there. Over under 126 and a half receiving yards for them combined.
0: I like I like that one. I would I would take the over on that.
1: Yeah, me too. Obviously that's even money, but that one feels like that could yeah. be um that could be fruitful for you. Um all right. Let's just do – this is an interesting one too. Uh, Brock Purdy to have more rushing yards than Patrick Mahomes. He actually outrushed him. The You know, the Lions gave up the 52 or 53 rushing yards to Brock Purdy. He is plus 260 on that. Do you like Brock Purdy to have randomly more rushing yards than Patrick Mahomes?
0: It's possible. I don't love it. Um I think, I think Pat Mahomes is – I mean, as will Brock Purdy, but I just see him kind of – they're going to put everything out there on, on the line, and I think that they – they're not going to have designed runs, but I think there's just going to be times where he's going to scamper out of the pocket and do basically what Brock Purdy did against the Lions um, a couple weekends ago. So, um, no, I don't, I don't love it, but, I mean, yeah, I could see it, and especially with these quarterbacks too. I mean, you – all it takes is for one of these guys to make the see the the right hole to cut into, and it's like, wow, that was a thirty-two yard rush by Brock Purdy, and it's like, okay, that can definitely change in a hurry. But now I, I like Mahomes in in that head to head. What about you?
1: Yeah, I like uh, I like Brock Purdy in that one. I, I just think that he is going to have to be scrambling for life, and I think Brock Purdy actually plays a very good game this weekend. Um, okay, Dave, here's a couple fun ones to end it. Will there be a successful two-point conversion in this game?
0: Is Dan Campbell coaching? No. So um, I will say, hmm, are you got odds on that? I'm just curious.
1: Plus 270 for a converted two-point conversion.
0: I take it. It's that, happening.
1: That feels like if you could work that into a couple two, Lager, that could be very, yeah. very nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that, actually. What are you plus, on? FanDuel.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm to check that I'm, out. Yeah, I'm on FanDuel. That's a plus two seventy. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, may, maybe give that one a look. And then I also like this one. Will both teams have the lead in the fourth quarter?
0: Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> what are what are they? What what's the odds on that?
1: Plus two fifty on that one.
0: Hmm. I. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily bet on it, but look, those are some. Some saucy ones that if you're looking to to toss your money somewhere, especially if you're – I mean, it's a Super Bowl, man. Toss, toss 20 bucks on there. See what happens. Have some fun.
1: Plus, if you kind of work your money around, you got kind of stuff that you're looking at, and you're not just doing who's going to cover the spread and, and who's going to win the game money line type stuff. So, yeah, move your money around a little bit if you want to take $5 swings, $10 swings on this stuff. Way um,
0: more fun than Super Bowl <laughs> squares, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. All right, Dave. This will be uh, – let's do two more and then we'll be done. Either team to hit a game-winning walk-off field goal plus mm. 1,300. Wow. And you get both teams. Like that's
0: – Yeah.
1: That's, that's pretty an good. interesting one. I like that one for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, I like that too, especially because I do think it's going to be close. But a walk up I don't know. I probably – I'd chicken out on that one, but I do like it. <laughs>
1: -hmm. Okay, and then we'll do the last one because I think these are really good odds too, and I think this is one you would definitely play if you were going to do the other one. Well, both teams have the lead in the second half. That's a yes is plus one thirty four.
0: Yeah, my 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 thought is yes on that, so I would I I like that.
1: I would absolutely do that too, and I don't know if you can work all of those into a parlay or not, and try to (laughs) yeah hit a big one. But yeah, definitely have some fun this weekend if you're going to be. Uh, you know hanging out on FanDuel or whatever work your money around have some fun it'll be a good time
0: absolutely well that will do it here on Garage Takes we appreciate you sticking with us do us a huge favor hit that like follow subscribe button leave us uh, a like five-star review hit that comment section we appreciate it make sure that you are on that Garage Takes YouTube channel that is the fastest way we are trying to grow the podcast We'll look forward to being back next week, right on schedule. Um, we will definitely be getting into some 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 lions. Maybe we've got some Michigan news by that point as Sharon Moore starts to kind of assemble his coaching staff, and then uh, you know hopefully we'll be discussing at least a eventful Super Bowl. Hopefully, so on that note, we will catch you guys all next time. Mm-hmm.
1: by Riverside.